Aloha everybody, this is Rooted, week three, day three, Our Divine Helper, read by Taylor Peterson. From the moment we ask Jesus into our lives and accept God's gift of reconciliation and eternal life, something supernatural is born in us. As 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. But how can we live this new life? How do we begin to step into salvation purchased for us by Christ? Jesus sends the Holy Spirit to live in us and to empower us to live a different way. In his message, The Holy Spirit, Our Helper, Charles Stanley puts it this way. The Holy Spirit has been sent by the Father to assist you in all the practical matters of Christian living. He is your number one helper. Last week, we were introduced to the Holy Spirit in the story of creation. In Genesis 1, we read that the Spirit hovers or broods over the waters of chaos as God brings the universe into existence. Then, in Genesis 2, God breathes his breath, his spirit, into a lump of clay and makes a living being, man. As the Old Testament continues to unfold, we see the Holy Spirit interacting with believers in various ways. The Holy Spirit was involved in helping the Jews escape Egypt in Isaiah 63:11. He gave Daniel the ability to interpret dreams in Daniel 4:8. David became so dependent on the Holy Spirit, he pleaded with God, "Do not take him away." In Psalm 51:11. In the Gospels, we see the Holy Spirit as a crucial partner of Jesus. Jesus was miraculously conceived in a young virgin woman by the Holy Spirit in Luke chapter 1, verses 35. The Spirit descended on Jesus like a dove at his baptism in Luke 3, 21-22. The Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan in Luke 4, 1-2. That same Holy Spirit gave Jesus joy in Luke 10, verses 21, as well as power to drive out evil spirits in Matthew 12, 28, and empowered an amazing teaching ministry in Luke 4, 14. However, the most astounding job of the Holy Spirit was communicated by Jesus the night before he died. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. John fourteen sixteen to 17 The Greek word that is translated advocate in verse 16 is parakletos. The English language does not have an adequate one-word translation for this, which is why various translations translate it very differently. Comforter, counselor helper, encourager, intercessor, companion, and advocate. The literal meaning of Parakletos is one sent to help and came out of the legal arena. A Parakletos could be a legal aid or even a witness on your behalf. Eventually, this term developed a broader meaning to include anyone who was sent to help you do anything you couldn't do on your own. In the context of this passage, Jesus is essentially saying, just as I have been your parakletos for the last three years, helping you to believe, do and say what God wants. 
Now, as I physically leave you, the Father is going to send another. To the disciples, hearing Jesus was leaving could not have been good news. After being guided, taught, protected, and comforted by Jesus, who could possibly replace him? But then Jesus makes another remarkable claim. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of Truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. John chapter 16, verse 7 and 12 to 13. From this teaching, we learn the Holy Spirit will not only be with the disciples, but actually dwell inside them. He will guide them both in the understanding of the truth and in its implementation. The New Testament teaches that all believers receive the Holy Spirit when they accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. For we were all baptized by the one Spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one Spirit to drink. 1 Corinthians 12.13 The Holy Spirit is given as a gift to all who believe in Christ and follow Him. Because the Holy Spirit is God, He has all the attributes of divinity. He is eternal. Hebrews 9.14 Everywhere. Psalms 139.7-10 All-knowing. Isaiah 40.13 and 1 Corinthians 2.10-11 and 11. And all-powerful. Psalm 104.30 While He is every bit as much God as the Father and Son, he is distinct. Matthew twelve thirty one to thirty two, John fourteen sixteen, five to fifteen. The Holy Spirit is a person, not an impersonal force. Jesus speaks of him as a he, not an it. We also learn that once the Holy Spirit dwells within us, he will never leave. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Ephesians 4.30. This is a significant verse about the security we are promised. Even if we do something to grieve the Holy Spirit, He will not leave us because He has been sealed into our soul. God gives us new life through His Spirit. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies because of the Spirit who lives in you. Romans 8.11 the Holy Spirit gives you wisdom and helps you think as God thinks. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit within? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has really given us. 1 Corinthians 2, 10-12 the Holy Spirit gives you supernatural strength. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Ephesians 3.16 The Holy Spirit gives you godly virtues, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5.22-23 the Holy Spirit gives you certain talents and gifts beyond your natural abilities to carry out God's purpose. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. 
There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in every one it is, the same God at work. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. 1 Corinthians 12, 4-7 There is much more to say about the Holy Spirit, but ultimately it comes to a decision you can make when it comes to His work in your life. Open your heart and let Him fill you. Daily Response What was your understanding and relationship with the Holy Spirit up to this point? What is it now? How can you keep in step with the Holy Spirit? In light of today's reading, where do you want to invite the Holy Spirit to be present in your life?